welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are talking about One Tree Hill, as we love to talk about the teenage dramas yes. of the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, it's just like, it's such a mood, like, the music and the clothes oh, and the I technology know, right? and just the references to things. <laughs> like, Yep. Oh, sometimes. Um... <laughs> We're on season one, episode 15 of Wonder Hill, uh, called Suddenly, Suddenly Everything Has Changed. Yes. Uh, which is a flaming lip song. Oh, okay. Nice. And also a Postal Service song, or the Postal Service covered Flaming Lips. I was oh. halfway through figuring that out and then distracted myself with who knows what. Fair enough. And I did not <laughs> find out. It's definitely like... For sure, the Flaming Lips. So, like, I don't. I feel like maybe Postal Service did a cover, but I don't know. Okay, cool. Um. So, last episode, at the end, Lucas woke up from his coma from his accident. Mm-hmm. Uh. And mm, Karen was mad at Keith. Dan was yep. being a jerk. Haley was upset. Brooke and Peyton still don't know. Pa- Brooke doesn't know that. About Peyton Lucas Sitch. Yep. So that's where we're at. That is where we're at. <sighs> and where do we start? We begin at the hospital because Lucas is going home. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he's talking sense for once. Yes. Um <laughs> But basically he's just like asking his mom like why are you cutting Keith out of your life like this isn't fair yeah um but before that can be resolved in any way the doctor arrives and Lucas of course asks about basketball and whether or not he'll be able to play the way that he was playing and she straight up is like "Mm, we don't know like maybe not yeah we're not sure. So. <sighs> yeah. So we'll see whether or not Lucas can recover well enough to play basketball again. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we know. <laughs> I mean, obviously. He ends up with bigger problems than a shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> which also, again, like, they talked about how, like, his heart stopped at one point. Right. They had to remove his spleen, which, I mean, they do bring up again in the episode. And, like, how his lung collapsed and they had to repair it. But all anyone else ever talks about is his shoulder. Obviously, because it's basketball-related. And, like, that's the only thing that ever seems to, like, I know, bother right? him, really. And I'm just like, does, what about like, all the other dude, things? Like, your organ, you had an organ removed from your body. And, like, they were clearly, like, a surgery thing. Because, yeah, like, he doesn't seem like he's, like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I know. The focus is just really on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> but. Anyway. Um, at the Scott residence, mm-hmm. phone rings. Nathan, it's Nathan and Deb, and there's a phone call coming in yeah. from Dan, and Nathan just like has the phone, and Deb like don't answer it. So then it's like her talking over Dan, leaving a message because this is back in the day when <laughs> you'd have. Answering machines at answering home machines, for your landline. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Answering yes. machines for your landline. <laughs> yes. That would like that you could hear out loud. Although I never had one of these. Did you have one of these? I think like definitely way back. 
But okay. I feel like by this point, we had the one where it was just like still your landline, but it was on your phone that you like dialed into. Yes. But that yeah, no, always we, the one we, we had. definitely had like a box where like there was like, was, a, like tape a tape in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. I wasn't sure if this was a myth of television. I mean, I know they exist, but like yeah. I never knew anyone that had one. Anyway, he's leaving a message and Deb is talking over top of him, talking about how like if they go to court, things could get ugly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can tell Nathan's a little bit like, oh, God, I'm so sick of this already. But um, he's a pretty good sport about it because he, like, turns off the answering machine. (laughs) Well, yeah, because he's like, oh, my God, this is so great. Like, dad has an off button now. Yeah, hilarious. (laughs) Um, And he's, like, supportive. He says to her, you know, you're doing the right thing for you and don't worry about me, basically. So, I mean, this does not last long, but. (laughs) But it's also, like, he's doing it for the, uh, yeah, anyway. Listen, Nathan's in a real crappy position. Mm-hmm. And it's 90% Dan's fault. Yeah. Maybe 99% Dan's fault. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, Karen and Lucas get home. She's talking about all of Lucas's visitors at the hospital and how, like, I guess the hospital staff commented on it or something. And, of course, immediately he asks about Peyton. But before they can get into that, really, they go into his room and Brooke is there. Because I guess she just broke into their house to feng shui his room. (laughs) Oh, boy. I know, right? There are plants, like many plants. There's like a little water fountain. Yeah, it's it's legit like tropical jungle, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Karen leaves. I can't remember the it. last time that I remember someone talking about like Feng Shui. Right? Why was that such a thing? White people, I guess. I mean I guess, right? A little bit of a appropriation there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, Karen leaves him to it. Brooke is all like, you know. I mean, I love Brooke. Yes. But just she's so much with Lucas. Just like whatever you need, I'm here for you. And I'm like, oh god. Well, like, but also kind of like. Being like, mm, maybe some cardio will do you good. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah, and like, maybe if your mom's gone, I can give you a sponge bath. And I was like, ooh, right? Uh, and Lucas is straight up like, yeah, I can't have sex for a while. Which, like, have they had sex? Are this we was... assuming they've had sex? Okay, because this was my question. Because, like, I don't think that was ever, like, explicitly Stated? confirmed. Yeah, I didn't think so either. So... The way they're talking, it sure sounds like it. Right? Which, like, really just makes everything even worse. Right? Because it's not like they were just, like, dating, you know, or, like, whatever. But, yeah, so. That. Yeah. Um, But the whole time when Lucas talks in this entire frickin' episode... He's got this, like, whiny baby voice because, like, he's injured and sad. Oh. oh, yeah, and he's got this, like, hangdog expression. 
And it's just like, you didn't lose your ability to speak, sir. Yeah. Ugh, I just couldn't even. That's fair. And then he just like says, he's like, oh, I just need time to figure things out. Mm. Wait. Yeah. And then Brooke's like, wait, are you breaking up with me? Yeah. He is. He is, in fact. Yep. Yes. He is. Yep. Obviously, she is upset. She leaves. She's crying. Yeah. I feel really bad for her. Yeah. She really liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Meanwhile, at the lawyer's office, Dan still won't give Deb a divorce. And then he just, like, goes into, like, full-blown... He's he's in full-blown dick mode in this episode. Like, Ugh. blackmailing people left, right, and center. And just, but like, then not also, even cluing in that, like... He's so manipulative. Well, and just, like, obviously, like, whatever it is that he has on Deb, like, it'll affect her, it'll affect Nathan. But don't you think the way that you're acting will affect Nathan? Right. There is nothing I hate more than somebody saying that they are acting in the best interest of their child when they are very clearly not acting in the best interest of their child. Yeah. Just hate it. So yeah, then he goes on to say that Deb threatened him with bodily harm, which was why he moved out, because she threatened to stab him in his sleep. Which, to be fair, was hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Um. So then... Deb straight up is like, if you move back into the house, I'm getting a restraining order. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's throwing around that thing about like, yeah, all the stuff that she doesn't want coming out about her. Yeah. Your past. Ooh. Yeah. I just, I just. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, from there we have this weird scene. Yeah. So Lucas gets a voicemail from Peyton being like, I want to see you. And I well, was like, immediately like, this is weird. Well, and, but it also sounded like, like a, because like, spoiler, it goes into like a dream sequence. Quickly. Yeah, it's a dream sequence. But, like, was that a dream sequence? Or was that him getting, like, a message from Peyton that she had sent before the accident? Or, like, what was the point of that? I wasn't sure. And then because it seemed very weird, I just assumed it was part of the dream sequence. Okay. That's that's totally fair. Because, yeah, like, I don't know either. Yeah. It, it was, was just a little bit unclear. Weird. Yeah. So I just assumed it was part of the dream sequence so I could disregarded <laughs> fair there's a lot that needs to be disregarded in the dream sequence well yeah so then he goes to the river court takes off his sling yep i have so many things to say about this later yes starts shooting hoops yeah and then like peyton shows up yeah they start kissing mm -hmm. and then brooke is like right there and that's when you're like oh this is clearly a dream yes um, and then it turns, and then I, and then I was also confused. I was like, was he asleep and Haley then wakes him up? Or was he like literally just daydreaming in his little brain? And then Haley has to like, be like, uh, Lucas, are you listening to me? Well, but also he doesn't know that people have 
chalk drawn on the river court. Oh, I mean, yeah, there is also that. <laughs> I'm just assuming that um, they had this one river court that they had to chalk up. Yeah, they had to do all of They couldn't the... wipe it all away just yeah. for that one scene. And they couldn't, like, shoot out of sequence enough or something. <laughs> Yeah, so they had to just they had to just go with it. <laughs> well, and like because that's what makes it like confusing, even more confusing. Because yes. you're like, oh, this is actually happening. Yeah. Because like that, and then you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah, I did also uh, think about that too. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So anyway, Haley's talking to Lucas, and he's either not paying attention or he's falling asleep on her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, so they're talking about Brooke and Peyton and she's basically forgiven him for this whole thing because she says, at least Brooke knows now, because I feel like she thinks Lucas told Brooke the whole story. Yeah. And Lucas does not correct her. No, he does not. No, he just lets it go. And she's actually being so nice to him. Like the heart wants what it heart what the heart wants and yeah like you know like i'm not judging you you know like mm-hmm. for breaking up you know it makes more sense you if you want to be with peyton so break up with brooke like that was the whole problem right like yeah not judging you but it's just like yeah but he's still mm-hmm. being a jerk mm-hmm. she definitely thinks that brooke knows the whole thing and she yeah. does not so um which is when peyton shows up so he's like peace out guys <laughs> fair yeah they're so just like with each other and i i just don't remember like hating them together so much but it (laughs) must just be this like first part because like in my head and i think it's obviously just because like actually like i really like peyton but it's just the like I just really thought I forgot how awful all of this triangle stuff is at the beginning. It's terrible, and I despise it. And it goes <laughs> on for so long. <laughs> like, the back and forth between Peyton and Brooke is too much for me. <laughs> and, like, and in a way that, like, obviously, you know, it happens on so many shows. Like, we get it, whatever. Um, but just so constantly and over and over yeah like like one of them just needs to be like yo <laughs> i'm out <sighs> anyway yep anyway. yeah anyway they're busy being gross yeah because they kiss and like he's like no like i i broke up with brooke like i just want to like focus on us or mm-hmm. focus on getting better and focus on us <laughs> but peyton's like we still need to tell her the truth right because, I mean, A, she's going to find out, and B, mm-hmm. she deserves to find out from you guys and not, well, yeah, <laughs> not the way she ends up finding out. Well, then, like, Brooke calls her, and, like, Peyton, like, ignores the call. Mm-hmm. It's also hilarious, because her caller ID shows up as Brooke's cell, because back then, that's what you had to, because oh. <laughs> if people yeah. even had cell phones, you still had, like, home and cell phones. <laughs> that's true. I didn't even clock that. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> but then we go to the river court for real sauce. For realsies this time. Yeah. Um. 
Oh yeah. Lucas then sees the heart of his mm-hmm. number that Peyton drew. <laughs> Karen shows up and is like, do I have to tie you to your bed? <laughs> the answer, Karen, is yes, you do. And also <laughs> possibly don't give your teenager his own exit from the house. I know. <sighs> uh, so, and then she straight up asks him about what's going on with Brooke and Peyton because mm-hmm. before she went to Italy, he was into Peyton and then like now he's with Brooke and she thought Brooke was a little nutty when she first met her, but like she really likes her. Yeah. She obviously cares about her. And then he's like, I broke up with her. And Karen's like, Ooh. what? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, God. <laughs> so Peyton's obviously been dodging Brooke real hard. Yes. And she's at the mall with Haley. Also, just the mall was hilarious because it's like <laughs> a real yeah. mall. And I just was so distracted listen i have so many feelings about mall culture as a teenager yeah like because i just feel like it's not the way it used to be (laughs) and that was just like the thing you did you hung out at the mall yeah i mean you know if you live somewhere with the mall i mean i mean yes we did have a mall but there was there was no hanging out at the mall Fair enough. I lived very much in a mall town. Yeah. You hung out at the mall. That is what we did. And it was fun. (laughs) But anyway, poor Brooke is just sitting on a bench at the mall by herself. Like crying. I'm just like, oh God. Crying at the mall. No. I know. And obviously sees Peyton and Haley. Well, Peyton, see, Peyton sees her first, I think. is like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And Brooke is like, didn't you get any of my messages? Oh, my, my phone's been really weird today. No, it hasn't. That's just not how cell phones work. I mean, you know, they might have been 2003. Yeah. I'll give her that, but we know yeah. she was just ignoring it all. Well, yes. And poor Brooke is just so sad. You know? Yeah. She says that Lucas said that, you know, they could be friends and she doesn't know how to just be friends with Lucas. <laughs> Haley's so funny. She's like, do what you were doing before, just without the sex. So I guess they Which were again sex. is then confirming that like everyone just knew that they were having sex. I guess. This was news to me, okay? I feel like we barely even really ever saw them kiss, like. Right? But whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Meanwhile, on the OC, it takes Ryan and Marissa, (laughs) like, three entire seasons before they finally have sex. I think so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then she dies. Um... (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Um. Oh yes. Then we go over to Haley and Nathan. <laughs> right. So like we have to assume that like Peyton and Haley were at the mall because Haley was shopping. Yes. For new clothes. Yeah. 
because she's in a new outfit. She wants to do some new things. Yeah, so like Nathan like clocks that she has a new outfit, and she's like, "Oh, he notices." <laughs> but yeah, I like just... the way she says it though, because yeah. she's kind of like self-deprecating about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cute. Um, but yeah, so she she goes on and on kind of about how she wants this like new me and like do new things and you know maybe like sing or something, and you're just like, hmm. Mm. Little did we know at this point what this is actually setting up for. Oh, damn. Right? Everything. Yeah. But then Nathan, Nathan also talks about, like, basically how his house is turning into a war zone for the divorce. Yeah, um, and how he's going to be stuck with whoever has the best lawyer. Yeah. Which is when Haley is like, no, no. Yeah. You have rights. Let's figure out what they are. Yeah, on, like, some super primitive... I mean, Google existed at this point, but it definitely wasn't like Google, like it's Google now. Well, maybe but some sort of like web search, something. Using Yahoo? <laughs> it could have been, yeah. What were we using back then? I, well, that's just it. Like, realistically, it probably would have been well? Google, but like no one would have said Google. No. So it's it still could have been the like, you know, Ask a Jeeves, Netscapey, something, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Something weird. I tried to look, but I, I just couldn't see what it was. So funny. But some sort of search engine, circa 2004, to figure out, like, what, as the kid, if he has any rights. So. Spoiler alert, he does. Yes. But then... Oh, I love Jake. Yeah. So he comes over to see Lucas mm-hmm. and brings him a gift from the team. A PlayStation 2! <laughs> Which also is kind of funny because, like, we're only on PlayStation 5. I know, right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's not as old as I thought it was going to be. Whereas at this point, we have had zero iPhones for, like, a couple years still. And we're already on, like, 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but PlayStation, they're lasted longer. <laughs> yeah. PS2. Yeah. With some basketball games to go with it. Um, and Jake's just, like, so cute because he's asking about basketball and Luke tells him, you know, we're, the doctor's not sure if I'm going to make a full recovery. Yeah. And Jake's like, just don't listen to them. Like, just do it. You're going to be fine. Like, just put your mind to it. Totally. Yeah. And then he's like, is your mom maybe hiring at the cafe? <laughs> Because he needs a part-time job. So yeah. Lucas will put in a good word for him. Yes. Oh, and then Keith comes by. I'm so sad for Keith in this episode. Yeah. <sighs> like, Keith was literally waiting for a moment when Karen wasn't going to be there. Ugh. Yeah. I know. Yep. Womp womp. And he is, of course, like, apologetic. And Lucas is like, you don't need to apologize. Like, I know you weren't drunk. Yeah. Yeah, like, he even says, like, I was just, like, both of them keep talking about how, like, he was just excited to, to mm-hmm. see Karen. And... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they talk a little bit about Dan. Because Lucas is like, I don't know what to do with the fact that he saved me. <laughs> like, fair dude. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, it's just kind of weird. Um, yeah. But this this is the only time that we actually have, because obviously, like, they were talking about drinking, and we were trying to figure So, like, this is the only time where Keith does say 
beers. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, again, like, but realistically, it still wasn't more than three. Mm-mm. Right? There's no way. But anyway. There's no way. It's still questionable as to the amount of consumption. Um, yeah. But whatever. Um, oh, yeah, then Karen comes home. Yeah. Doesn't really say anything. Yeah. Keith's like, okay, I was just leaving. Oh, well, and then we cut to the shop, and it's just like Ugh, awkward sitting. I know. Because Keith is like on the phone, because clearly he's trying to order parts, mm-hmm. but wherever he's trying to order them, they want him to pay up front, but he's like, I need the parts to get the job to then pay you for the parts. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see some financial things. Yep. And then Karen comes over with a box of his, his stuff. I know. Like, full-on breakup styles. I know. Ugh. Real brutal. And then just going on and on, like, I'm going to pay you back, like, for the bills. Like, no, no. he's like, this wasn't a loan. Like, I was mm-hmm. paying for it. And she's just like, nope. Like, this was your mistake. And you're like, ugh. Yep. <sighs> it's upsetting all around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Dan shows up at the house. <laughs> but Deb's changed the lock so he can't yes. get in. <laughs> um, and honestly, fair. Dan's scary when he wants to be. Oh, yes. And she's fully not letting him in. And then, oh, poor Nathan. So Nathan shows up, sees everything that's going on. And they just start, like, arguing about who Nathan is going to go with I guess yeah which is when we find out that Nathan has with the help of Haley mm-hmm. gotten some good information and done his research and discovered that he gets to decide who he wants to live with all he has to do is bring it up with the judge yeah so now a whole new horror show begins mm-hmm. But meanwhile, at the cafe, <laughs> just been waiting for my Jake content, so oh, right. And I think we're start- we're starting to get to more of the like, more and more and more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because now he's gonna be a regular at the cafe, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's starting his new job, bussing tables. Yeah. Uh, but then he gets a call. Wow. From his dad. Yeah. And so he has to tell Karen that he has to go. This is hilarious because he's like, my dad got calling to work and there's no one to watch Jenny. So like, I have to do that. And she's like, who's Jenny? Yeah. <laughs> and Jake's like, Lucas didn't tell you I have a daughter. <laughs> and Karen, of course, having once been a young single mom. Yeah. Is like, oh yeah, no, go. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, call me when you can. And, yeah. You know, if you will figure something out, whatever, yeah. like. Lucas is so annoying in this scene. He's such a whiny bitch. I just... It's also super funny. Okay, so, like, Peyton and Lucas are instant messaging uh, on the computer. Um, 
back in the day when that was a thing. Even though it's like fake, it's not even like MSN or ICQ or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just like some kind of like fake instant IM messaging type thing. And he's being so whiny. Oh, he's being so irritating. He's all like, uh, like, like come over. She's like, Let's I'm hang busy out. drawing. He's like, well, come draw here. I love watching you draw. Barf. Also, you're already doing that because he's watching her on her webcam. Which is also double hilarious because, so he's watching her read the messages. Yeah, this is hilarious. So, like, he's seeing her, like, facial and body response to these messages. Right. It's so, like, I knew she always kind of had the webcam on, but I guess I just, I don't think I forgot that Peyton always had the webcam on. I just forgot that, like, webcam stuff was a thing. Right? Honestly, it's okay. Like, I want to be like, it's so creepy yeah. that he's just watching her all the time, except that she just has this webcam, cam, webcam on, presumably specifically, so people can see her. Yeah. So, I mean. I it's more just him. weird that, like, why isn't he calling her? Why Why is he IMing her and watching her? That's the creepy part. If he was just instant messaging her or just watching her, but it's them together. That just somehow makes it super creepy. It was also just, like, so annoying to me. Because, like, he's literally just bored. Which, dude, you've been home from the hospital for, like, one whole day. Not even. Yeah. Entertain yourself. You like to read? Read a book, man. Well, because, you know, he's like, bring your stuff. And she's like, you know, like, all of my stuff is here. And he's just like, well, like, bring it here. It's like, well, no, like. Like, just let her do what she, like. And it's not even that it's just that she's drawing something like she says she's working on a strip like she has a comic strip due yeah so it's like she's she's working really yes but also if you're messaging like just start talking like you're already conversing and hanging it technically hanging out just message back and forth for the next hour like why like yeah he's just so anyway the most hilarious thing about this is that she fully just goes offline like not turn the camera off, just like logs out of whatever I am thing she's using. Yeah. <laughs> and just Peyton is offline, but she's still clearly <laughs> sitting in front of her webcam. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is ballsy. <laughs> just be like, actually, I'm not here now, except clearly you can see that I am. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also she's drawing. Like Brooke, Brooke's breakup. You know, yeah. he says he just wants to be friends. Yeah, and like it's okay. So like, if she's making the strip for Thud, like, uh huh, that was not just like a picture of some girl. Like that was uh-huh. Brooke. Oh yeah, <laughs> like... I was thinking that too. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's just that's <laughs> that is bold given what you are planning on telling her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Brooke. Oh, Brooke. (laughs) She comes by the house. Karen is obviously surprised to see her. Yeah. Brooke's like, oh yeah, I guess Lucas told you we broke up then. But she's come with some herbal tea or something that's supposed to be good for you if you've had your spleen removed. (laughs) (laughs) 
which just sounds like such a niche tea blend. <laughs> right? <laughs> really hilarious (laughs) but anyway oh it's just it hurts me a little bit to watch Brooke do this because I'm like yeah I know that mood yeah yeah where you just where you're just like but like oh yeah you know it's it's not gonna change but you try anyway because you just yeah it's really awful to watch Oh, it's so awkward because yeah. we just know what that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, Karen's super nice about the whole yeah. thing. She's just like, oh, yeah, like, I'll brew him a cup when he wakes up. That's so nice of you. And then Karen has a bunch of stuff from her trip laid out on the table that she's going through. Yeah. And Brooke asks her about it. So she just is like, oh, here, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Brooke. I just I want to give her a hug and be like, you deserve better. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, Deb and Nathan. Yeah. I feel so bad for Deb. She's in such a bad position. Yeah. I mean, I feel worse for Nathan for being stuck in the middle of all this, but mm-hmm. Deb has very little control right now. Yeah. Because she's trying to just like you know, see where Nathan's at and apologize for putting him through this whole thing, and he's just like, I am so sick of being caught in the middle. Is valid. Yeah. And it's only gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. But she says, I want you to stay with me. I promise things will change. And he, he's like, okay. Yeah. So at this time, Nathan's gonna live with Deb. Yes. For now. For now. But then we go back back to scrapbooking. <laughs> okay, at first I didn't realize that's what she was doing, and I was like, "Oh no, she's fully scrapbooking this, yeah. isn't she?" <laughs> sure is. I forgot that scrapbooking had such a grip on us. Oh, it was a whole scene. Oh man. But yeah, so like Brooke's still there, and they're like looking at everything. She's just talking mm-hmm. about how like. You know, yeah, like six days a week, it was like super like cooking boot camp kind of a thing. Then she always had Sundays. So out of her six weeks, she had like six days to like see the entire country. Yeah. And just like talking about like all things. And then, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, like you got to be like a different person, which like is part of the person that you are, but like you don't always get to express that person kind of the deal. Mm hmm. Oh, and it just, you know, like, because I think that's what Brooke kind of wants to do. And it was just like, oh. I know. And you just feel bad for both of them. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. And then Lucas wakes up. <sighs> and, of course, listens in from the door. Which, like, again, I want to be like, oh, Lucas, why are you being so snoopy? But, to be fair, it is his house, and I probably would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, which then, of course, is when Karen and Brooke start talking about Lucas. Mm-hmm. And Karen's just like, oh, yeah, you know, he's going through a tough time right now. And Brooke just hopes he'll take another chance on her when he feels better. And I'm like, oh, honey. 
just oh yeah anyway mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then Lucas decides to dip through his own exit yes more arguments for not giving your teenagers their own exit here's my question why is he taking the sling off right why are you doing this there's like there's literally no no reason reason. and it's not even addressed like if this is why you know spoiler he like passes out at Peyton's he probably would have been that sick anyways. Like it has no difference. Right. It's not like he was like flailing his arm around. <laughs> he was still holding it like tucked in. Yeah. So why take it off? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. So he can put his jacket on. Like, dude, you can just put your jacket over your shoulder, which he had in previous scenes. Like, right. I just don't understand why he does this other than to be a little baby. Well, like, and um, look a little more pathetic. Well, and that's just it, right? Like just stupid whiny bitch. Like, <laughs> Even just in that, like, TV, like, oh, this happens to, like, you know, to make sure that everyone understands that something's happening. It's not even, it doesn't even work for that. Like, no, I know. I don't He's know. just being a toddler about it. Yeah. I have no patience for him in this episode. Nope. So, obviously, he's going to see Peyton. Yeah. Um... And he shows up and he's all like, oh, I just want to fast forward the next six months so we can just be together. And like, I just literally all like, again, all I have written down is like sling taken off. Why? Why so whiny voice? Like, why? <laughs> why? 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 I just. I mean, I suppose because he has a fever. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then he like. He has a fever, so like passes out. But then like, he tells Peyton that he can't. She can't call his mom. It's like Brooks there, and I just. I know. Which of course Peyton's like, okay, well I'm gonna call her anyway. Yeah, because now you're like passed out, and then he's just like. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, okay, so this is happening there, and then back at. Karen and Lucas's house. Yeah. Karen's like, oh, I should go check on Lucas. And Brooks is like, I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, hon. Um, obviously, Lucas is not there. Mm-hmm. The phone call comes in. Karen tells Peyton to get Lucas to the emergency room and she'll meet them there. Yeah. And Brooks like, I'm coming with you. Because obviously, Lucas wasn't in his room. Mm-hmm. Cut two. <laughs> Lucas and Peyton at the hospital. Lucas wakes up. <laughs> He's fully clothed, just laying on top of like a bed. I know. Asleep. Because clearly, like, not unconscious, because I feel like someone would have cared more. Right? Was I was so unconscious. confused about what was happening, what was happening here. Because, like, it's not even like he's hooked up to any IV no, or anything no. to, like, give him some fluids or, like, not even, like, a saline drip. Like, come on. <laughs> he arrived and they're like, eh, just put him on the bed over there for now. Well, because, like, he wakes up and he's like, oh, how long was I out? And Peyton's like, a couple minutes. It's like, so he had a power nap? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <sighs> But of course, like, 
Karen comes in. Questionable things are happening at this hospital. Oh, just yeah, this is a questionable hospital. I have <laughs> questions for a tree hill hospital. <laughs> um, I'll go back to being, you know, the consultant who I'm like, I don't know, this isn't, <laughs> I don't know what to do, but this is wrong. This ain't um, it. And of course, like Karen comes in and they like he lies about being at the River Court. Right. And you're like, Peyton mm. was lucky enough to drive by. <sighs> and like. So, like, Peyton, like, bounces. She's like, I'm gonna go. And then, of course, Brooke shows up, and she's just like, "Mm." and then, like, then she leaves, and it's just all... Yeah, and Brooke does not look happy. No. No, no, no. So, after that happens, we go to the beach house. Yep. With Nathan and Dan. Dan offers him a drink. Of, like, scotch or some kind of brown liquor. Yeah. And even Nathan's like, uh, I'm not old enough. Well, you're right. old enough now. Well, I'm just like, so now you're also promoting underage drinking? Well, cool. I was like, okay, so full-on bribery of, like, this is what you'll be able to do if you live with me. Right. But then also he's just such a, uh, he's like, oh, I was so relieved because I know you'll choose to live with me because I've done so much for you. And, like, picking up the slack when your mom has been focused on work all these years. And I was like... I want to punch you right in your face. Yeah. And then he just keeps going. You're like, that's already bad enough. But then he goes on to say that he is going to make things as difficult as possible for her. But it's a service to Nathan. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, I don't even know. It's all in service of you. Right. Okay. Yeah. As he continues to say that the lawyers are going to make her out to be an unfit mother and that they're going to dig up whatever they can find on her. Mm-hmm. Nathan's like, like what? Dan is obviously very vague about it. And then decides, yes, you obviously care about your son. So you're going to blackmail him. Yeah. Because he says, I'll tell the lawyer to back off of her and get the divorce done quickly if you live with me. And then Nathan's like, I just want to know what the hell you were referring to. Yeah. And Dan says, go live with her and find out. And I was like, what? <sighs> Dan's got version of fuck around and find out. Yeah. I could not. I mean, I knew this happened. I remembered that this happened. But I was not prepared for how angry it was going to make me. I knew there was like a, you know, who is he going to live with? But I forgot about whatever Deb's secrets are. And then the blackmail. I, yeah, I, re- I just remembered him blackmailing Nathan to live with him. I just couldn't quite remember what the circumstances were. What do you mean? Yeah, like that fully tracks. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds exactly like what he would do. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So. That's happening. Yeah. And then, oh yes, Karen and Lucas come home. Mm-hmm. She's pissed. <laughs> A, because he left in the first place. And B, because she full out knows that he was lying. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, why were you and Peyton really together? <laughs> like, if you feel the need to hide it, it's obviously because you're doing something that you know is wrong. Yeah, because, yeah, and she even she puts it, like, something that, like, you're not proud of. 
Yeah. To like throw some more weight on it. And you're like, oh. Mm hmm. And she fully calls him on treating Brooke like crap. Yep. So. Oh, and then uh, Lucas does that thing that he does with everybody in his life where if someone is pointing out what he's done wrong, he has to somehow turn it back on them. Yeah. Like he's done this to Haley more than once, I would like to point out. Mm-hmm. And it's so such... then turns it back. Or... It's such yeah. a toxic trait. Like I just. It's so infuriating. And because most of the stuff often too and especially like with Haley, like what he's like throwing back in their faces isn't true whereas what they were saying to him is true right so yeah he turns it around saying that that's what karen's doing to keith yeah which i'm like okay do i think karen is being a little bit unreasonable about keith yes, yes. is this a completely different situation also yes yeah it was like an actual like life and death situation for her only child yeah not being a dick to and dating more than one girl. <sighs> right. <laughs> also, Brooke thus far has done nothing wrong. Yeah. But at least, like, Lucas does mention, like, he was just excited for you to come home. Like, mm -hmm. he was so excited this whole time. And you're just like. Yeah. Yes, Lucas says one good thing in this conversation. Yeah, like, I, like, I want her to know that stuff. I just don't want him to be talking to her or talking to anyone for that matter. <laughs> right? <sighs> Especially because then we cut to Keith at the bank. And he's, like, clearly trying to take out a loan. But they won't give, it, give him one Ugh, because he's yeah. just, like, remortgaged the shop. Yeah. And taking out all of his savings. And he's like, I was paying for my nephew's, like, hospital bills. And they're just like, yeah. we can't. Which is, like, fair. Like, fair. I get it. But it's just like, now you're like, oh, okay. He's, like, in the troubles. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Which, like, ugh. What's awful about this, too, is just... Like, no one... I know that, like, that Lucas is not his son and he didn't have to pay these bills, but, like, this happens to people. You shouldn't lose your entire business because you got in a car accident. Yeah. And, that's, that's, and like, you know, people would do this for, like, friends and, like, at the very least, like, they actually are family, you know? And, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But then we get a really... Oh, no, wait. Yay! Yes. Jake. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I like, that is where like, we are. Reading the wrong. I jumped up. No. I jumped back up on my notes and I was like, wait, I thought we were at the good scene. We are. We are. <laughs> we are. So Jake arrives at the cafe with baby Jenny and a baby little Jenny. baby carrier. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, he's so apologetic. He tells Karen he doesn't think it's going to work out because now his mom has the flu and he doesn't want to keep flaking on her. Mm -hmm. And Karen <laughs> brings him around to the back and shows him a crib that used yeah. to be Lucas's. Yes. Which means it's probably not up to safety standards, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> um, and she says anytime he needs to bring Jenny, he can use it. So yeah. he's got full permission to just bring his daughter to work. 
bring his daughter to work day is every day. And yeah, because he's just like, are, like, are you sure? And he's like, she's like, you know, like I was barely older than you when I had Lucas. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to ask for help, and sometimes yeah. it's hard to ask for help. So at least you know, just kind of like accept it when it's there. Kind of, and you're just like, oh yes, right, yay, <sighs> love it. <sighs> oh yeah. <sighs> so. Nathan, back mm-hmm. at the house with his mom. He's got a bag. Yep. And she's like, what is this? Well, like, it starts off kind of, you're like, oh, okay, because he's like, you know, no matter what, like, Dan's going to do whatever he has to do to win. So, like, yeah, I'm just like, let's just save ourselves all the trouble. Mm-hmm. And I'll just go stay with him. And you're kind of like, okay, well, you know, like that, you know. Out of the three of them, he's being sort of the most grown up, actually. Um, he absolutely is. But really, but then it's also just like, he's what did you do? Into it, but what are these secrets like? Yeah. And you can tell Deb is just like it's something in the past, and it has to stay mm-hmm. in the past. And like, I don't want like otherwise like it's gonna be brought up, and you know Dan will bring it up in court and this and that. And you're just like, wow, yep. what's happening? Yeah. Ugh. And then, of course, he gets in the car with Dan, and Dan has the most smug, Ugh. horrible look on his face. Yeah, it's a whole scene. <sighs> it's a whole I was like, scene. this, this right there, that face, this is what happens when people kill people in the heat of the moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Someone that has face. a look like that on their face, and they're just like, you're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Then Karen goes to the shop again. Yep. And, like, it's just a weird... It is weird. This was a weird conversation. Because then, like, it seemed like maybe she was coming to apologize, but now, like, Keith is mad, but clearly he's mad just about his, like, financial situation. Yeah. But he's But at the same time, he's like, you know there's going to be a time where you like see me the way that you used to see me as if he still mm-hmm. like wants it to happen. But then she kind of says like, what does that make us? What does that, what like, what does that make us now as if she wants to be something, but then he's like, I makes us doesn't. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Just seems like a whole wires crossed situation. Something. Ugh, I don't it seems know. So unnecessary. Figure your shit out guys. Yes. <sighs> um, Oh, and then Peyton comes to see Lucas to check up on him. <sighs> this is just such teen emotion in this first season that I just... Because, <laughs> like, the OC, the OC didn't have quite this, like, emotion vibe every episode. Yeah, no, it doesn't have quite the same level of melodrama. It's just... Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So, yeah, she gets all, like... You know, talking about, you know, being at the hospital and how that reminded her of when her mom died and Brooke was there for her. Like, she came over every day and, like, you know, yeah, she can't betray her, basically. So, like, once again, we're at this same point that we come back to over and over and over again with these two. Yeah. Which is, I can't do this to Brooke, so let's not do this. It's for the best. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly, this isn't working for y'all, so maybe you should just... 
get together and get it over with. Yeah, because then now it's just we're back into this weird oh, gray. Back and forth is so annoying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's better this way. But then obviously he's crying as she walks away. Yeah. They're all doing the thing where they're trying to be like, oh, it's better this way because they want out of the three of them. They want the other one to chase them. Right. But then they keep not doing it, or then they all end up chasing the wrong one. It's a whole thing. Yep. But let us get back to a functional couple. <laughs> yes. Possibly the only one that's functional in the entire show. <laughs> At this point, At yes. At this point. <laughs> Look, listen. There are nine seasons. They can't be functional the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan comes by the cafe to see Haley. Yeah. And like, see, he says this really cheesy line, like, if I'm going to live in the moment, I just want to live it, live in it with you. And yeah. I was like, if Lucas said that, I was thinking it is disgusting, but I just think he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so my bias is very obvious. <laughs> Although I will say there is nothing more awkward to me than somebody singing for you. Like I get, I get, I get it, but like I don't want to be in that situation, right? I don't want to be the one asked to play or perform. like sing, perform, act, whatever, any sort of performance, and then I don't want to be the one out of the only two people then having to watch the other person perform, right? I'm not good with supposed romantic gesture things I don't like it it is awkward it is awkward cause then what is he supposed to do just sit there and watch her unfortunately that is indeed what he has to do while she's saying and all I like, could think the entire oh, time yeah. every time it flashed back to him was like this poor boy had to act this scene where he just sits there and stares <laughs> at her and like emotes with his face Yeah, we get we get her singing an original song, actually. Um, Is a, it? Yeah. I thought it was a cover of a Sarah McLaughlin song. Well, at some point, it also... Okay, this is where I was confused, because I saw that, too, but then it also said that there was a song that was just Bethany Joy Lenz, and, and it was... I didn't oh, super recognize it as a Sarah McLaughlin song, and, like, I was Canadian, and I feel like I've seen enough sad dog commercials that I know Sarah McLaughlin songs. I actually didn't recognize it as a Sarah McLaughlin song at first either, but then I was like, this song is vaguely familiar as something that I'm sure is more than just One Tree Hill. So I looked it up, hmm. and then I listened to the Sarah McLaughlin version, and I was like, oh yeah, no, that's the song. Okay. Then maybe yeah, the it's... thing that I was looking at was just wrong, and there wasn't an actual like Bethany Joy Lynn song in the episode as well. Yeah, that's so weird. Wrong trivia. Wrong trivia. The song is called Elsewhere. Yeah. From her 1993 album, Fumbling Towards Ecstasy. <laughs> oh, I know that album. Uh-huh. I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, I know. Man, oh, man. Yep. 
but moving on. So this is playing over top of like the sad montage. Yes. Um, Karen's looking at a photo album. Obviously, there's a bunch of pictures of Keith. Yes. And like one of her and Keith when Lucas is a baby. Mm-hmm. Just to remind you that Keith has been in the picture this entire time. Yep. 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 And so, then. Whatever. Uh, right? Karen. Oh, yeah, Dan and Ethan are moving his boxes into the beach house. Oh, Keith. He's changing up his, like, sign thingy mm-hmm. at the front. Does that have a name? I think it just says, like, Scott Auto Body Shop. Um, he is selling it. Mm-hmm. Business for sale. Business for sale. Uh, then we have, oh, yikes. We go to Peyton in her room, drawing. And Brooke stops by. She's like, lucky you found Lucas like that. And Peyton's like, yeah, really just worked out. And Brooke's like, mm, no. Yeah. Yep. Which is when she says, like, next time you want to try and steal my boyfriend, maybe turn off the camera. Yeah. Because obviously when she went into his room and Lucas always just has this video up of Peyton (laughs) on her webcam, she saw them. Yeah. So Brick knew the whole time. Yeah. Which is why she was... So angry at the hospital and <laughs> then it's super awkward because Lucas is then watching this interaction yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean he also can't hear it so he's only like seen something yeah. he's gotta like he's gotta like figure out what just happened uh, he definitely knows it's not good language. <laughs> oh yeah no he would definitely know it's not good <laughs> Because right before Brooke leaves, she says, I don't really care if I see either one of you again. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. Well, yeah, because, you know, because she'd been like, he meant everything to me. Like, yeah. oh, and you're just, oh. Yeah, it's bad. Awkward, awkward. And um, that's where we end our episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We didn't really, we didn't have anyone new, really. No. We had, like, the lawyer again. We had the mm-hmm. same doctor again, who actually is yeah. in, like, a handful of episodes of Montreal Hill, apparently, as the same doctor. Oh, that makes um, sense. Over a couple of years. Um, we don't even go near the school, so I don't think we have anything really high school No, I didn't have anything we didn't at even, all. We didn't even see Whitey. Um, I know. And I guess... The most 2004 thing would just be whatever search engine yeah Haley was using or the brook cell oh yeah <laughs> oh i just totally forgot about that yeah oh, um and i mean i i guess like Haley singing the song has to be the song of the episode right because i would think so yeah 
Shout out to the Bell and Sebastian song that's playing through oh, yes. <laughs> Lucas's dream sequence. Yeah. If, if she wants me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, did you have a quote of the episode? I didn't really. Did you? Well, I had two. Okay. So like one was Nathan saying, you know, um, you know, whatever. If if I want to live in the moment, I just want to live in the moment with you or whatever. Oh yes. Which you know is a little barfy, but but then <laughs> but also I like love him. <laughs> no. Um, despite my feelings on Lucas, you know, right at the very beginning, he says, like, I don't get it. Dan does one good thing, and you cut him some slack. Keith makes one mistake, and you cut him out of your life. Mm. Or, and you yeah, cut him out of whatever. I was like, mm, that's fair. That was... Yeah. Just because of all the Dan-Keith stuff that, like, Karen is very much aware of. Like, mm-hmm. the, that was a good call out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, who's most annoying? You know, Dan puts up a good fight, but He does honestly, put up a good fight. If Lucas had spoke in a normal voice, <laughs> I maybe wouldn't want to give it to him. But because he was being a D-bag in his whiny, stupid voice. Yeah. I just couldn't. Same. And because, again, it also just ended with him, like, creepily watching Peyton. And also the thing where he was just, like, bugging Peyton to come. Yes. To come hang out with him and keep him company while she was obviously working on something that is, like, actually a job. And, like, he just kept taking his sling off for no reason. Yeah. It was just, it was too much. It was too much. And and him doing that thing where he turned it around on Karen, even if he was a little bit right about that. Yeah. Just, I just yeah. hate that tactic so much. Yeah. Uh, agreed. So yeah, it's Lucas. Lucas wins. <laughs> Lucas wins. Most annoying this episode. I'm like, where do we go from here? I, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> but the next episode is called "The First Cut Is the Deepest." <gasps> Deepest. Yes. Yes. Um. Come back to Cheryl Crow again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just have like just no like... idea what happens now. No, me neither. Me neither. Obviously, whatever Deb's secret is is going to have to come out at some point. Yeah. Um. I don't remember if Lucas and Peyton end up actually making a go of it for a hot second or not if they decide to leave it i don't know because it says lucas meets a beautiful stranger who challenges his perceptions of life oh no i know exactly what happens then right i think i oh no i do not know (laughs) i'm just like looking at the people i'm like no wait i don't think i do know what happens 100 percent, i know what that is (laughs) (laughs) the plot thickens is the worst uh as always (laughs) be sure to tune in next week so you can find out what this thickening plot is all about (laughs) episode 16 next week we'll see you then bye